now. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. Hello, and thanks for finding our podcast. This is Jack from the More Radio Breakfast Show, and over the next 20 minutes or so, we've got some highlights for you from the last seven days. So enjoy, and don't forget to join us live every weekday morning from 6am. Tom, Lou and Jack, the best bits. Even more Radio Breakfast. More Radio. It's a horrible month, January, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, grey and rubbish. One of the headlines and one of the tabloids, shove your dry January. That's the message. Most people are saying, you know what, uh, now lockdown three's here. I'm just going to have a couple of beers and then no, I'll just see man. this one through. I'm determined. Me and Sal, my wife, are doing it and we're determined. Good for you. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm doing it as well. And I feel better already, actually, exercising a bit. Anyway, that seems to be the general consensus. But listen, if you're not doing dry, dry January and you want to take part in other things, there are other UREs that you can take part in. Do you mean like Veganuary? Veganuary's a big one. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of these you may have heard of. January. Yes, I've heard just, of that uh, one. What's January? I mean, I've got an idea, but I don't want to say it. Well, you just don't shave anything. That's bad news, man. Yeah. I need to manscape. <laughs> some lesser known Uaries that you might want to take part in. Hit me. So what I thought I'd do is we play a game this morning. A game that I call, ooh, that's a good new Uary. Very That's catchy. a catchy title, yeah. I shouldn't have titled it. <laughs> Do it again, the title, it. quickly. Okay, here, let's play a round of, ooh, that's a good new Uary. Why don't you call it Newary? No, I like the title. Okay. Let's not waste time on the title. Sorry. Okay. So I'm going to give the, 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 you the new Uary, yeah. and you tell me <laughs> what you're meant to do, stop doing, or take up. Okay. Okay. Number one here, this is genuine Uaries that people are doing. Let's get to the game. Okay. Let's play, ooh. Get to the okay. game. <laughs> Banuary. Banuary. Uh, There's not much clue in the title. A little clue in the title, but it's... You ban the kids from Playstations. No. Banuary is where you stop swearing for a month. Oh, yeah, good luck with that. What, How, not, why is that hey, called banuary? Because you banned the swearing in the household. Oh, but I could be banning anything. Well, not, not swearing in lockdown three, doing homeschooling. Good luck with that, banuary. <laughs> uh, number two here on the game that I call... Ooh, that's quite a good new January. I got that wrong. <laughs> Cavemanuary. Oh, okay. Uh, you only eat chicken legs and throw them over your shoulder. Not far off. Uh, Cavemanuary. I, I don't know. It's where you eat everything with your hands, as God Ooh, intended. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I love a That's that. good. Uh, one more Saves here. Saves on washing up. Yeah. Uh, here's the last one. And ooh, uh, that's a good Just get on with the game. Tarzanuary. Where you, um, Tarzan... Swing everywhere? No, where you only wear, you only wear, like, pants or yeah. trunks or, like, a loincloth or your underwear. Well, no. You only communicate, <laughs> whatever it is. No, it's Tarzan, not Scooby-Doo. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, Tommy? It, so, Tarzanuary is where you wear the same garments oh, over and over again. No, That's good, isn't it? To, no. avoid, to avoid using the washing machine oh. as much as possible. Right, listen, we're just going to, it's a very good game, but we yeah. can't finish this. Get rid of this music. All right, but no, I, right. I, want to, I want to show you something, Lou. Right? You know Tarzan, what you used to do, right? Me and Tom once tried to do this together, and Tom can't do the Tarzan thing without without breaking into song. That's not so, so, if you remember Tarzan, yeah. and Tarzan does this when he's swinging, he goes, he goes, that's what Tarzan used to do. This is an ongoing argument right. between right. Jack and Now listen That's exactly now, what I do. Now listen to Tom do it. <laughs> What's the difference? Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack.
You rise and shine, get out up out of bed, it's bright and early, and there's plenty to be doing today. That's all, that's all right for you, Lou. You didn't homeschool yesterday. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. How's it going? <laughs> exhausted. I've got to tell you something. In all seriousness, it's the printer we bought changed our lives with homeschooling. Yeah. Right. It makes it a lot easier, because you're not just, just sat in front of screens all day. Yeah. Uh, you homeschooled yesterday, Tom, are you okay? Yeah, we're fine. The kids are, kids are doing great, actually. Yes. I've got to tell you something. And this is a really sweet way to start the show. Uh, I got home yesterday from the show and whatnot, and Sal, my wife, was at home. And Ruben, our eldest, is 10. He's in year six. And Eddie, uh, our youngest, is seven. He's in year two? Yeah, year two. I got home yesterday. I opened up the front door. I'm like, oh, hello, how are you doing? And I set up their little homeschooling office in the kitchen on the dining room table. And I went in, and Eddie was in his school uniform. Oh, <laughs> and I've got I said, and Ruben's just in a pair of joggers and t shirts. I said, what's going on here then? And he's looked at me and he said, well, Dada, I thought I'd better put this on because realistically, I'm not on holiday. I am at school. <laughs> so I thought I'd put this on realistically. <laughs> oh, that is the cutest thing ever. Little, he, had, he had his shoes on, his grey socks, his trousers, his jumper, his little polo shirt underneath it. I'll tell you what, it done me. I could have cried. So <laughs> They're so sweet. And you know yeah. what I mean? These kids, because you've got to remember... This is really bloody tough on them as oh, well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the fact that they can sort of make the effort, I fell in love with him even a little bit more. And actually, it, I can, it will help them get into the right mode because the phrase that we use all the time, and I'm sure all parents are using, is... Would you have done that at school? Yeah. Mate, at least five times going? a day. Where are you going? Yeah. Sit down. Would you have walked out and gone around? No. Ruben, Ruben, do you kick a football around Mr. Stenning's classroom? Yeah. <laughs> do you do that? No. Ruben, does Mr. Stenning have a PlayStation 4 in his class? No, of course he does. Ruben, do you drink alcohol in Mr. Stenning's class? <laughs> do you? Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. Just had an apology text from my fiancé, Pete. What's it? I'll tell you what, Lou. If he's done it again, he's going to have to deal with me. <laughs> no, it was an incident happened in the middle of the night, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, I rolled over, sort of like mostly still asleep. But, you know, when you just get a little bit restless. So change position, roll over. Um, and uh, as I did that, my eyebrow met some cold goo. And that fully woke me up. And I was like, what is going on? Oh. This is on my pillow. I can't wait for this. And well, I realised... Oh, no, I really, it's not that bad. I realised he'd been dribbling on my pillow and I'd landed <laughs> in it. On yes. your... So on he my pillow. navigated over to your side. I think he must have come a-spooning <laughs> and then gone back and I'd sort of followed wow. him back. And that, How cold is this dribble? I'm, I'm a dribbler in, in bed and my dribble's quite warm. Yeah, I if, think it had been left a while. If, in fact, to the point where <laughs> I can dribble and then I'll turn away from my dribble and then I'll think, oh, I'm a bit cold him my dribble will be warm now so then i'll roll back into it i get accused of being very territorial when oh, really? it, at night time once we've had our good night cuddle yeah see you later and we both know right it's Go now sleep time ways. she if she no you don't cross boundaries without permission what's your defense technique is it a dribble or more of a kick an elbow elbow yeah or go into the spare room yeah kick her out so he obviously came over to your pillow Dropped a, dropped a dribble and left. I think that's what happened. And then it congealed. Yeah, and then I, oh, yeah. You know what I like, though, Tom, is the fact that Lou said uh, we'd been spooning and whatnot. And it, young love, isn't it beautiful? Oh, eh? They're still in the old it. spooning section. Because I tell you what, give it four years and you won't want to be spooning. <laughs> you want to be downstairs falling asleep on the sofa in front of something you like on the TV. So romantic in his house at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack.
Uh, news from Australia this morning. Oh, hello, g'day, g'day, uh, g'day. New scientific research, nothing to do with the pandemic, which is quite refreshing, actually. Summer over there, isn't it? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course yeah. It's, yeah. Right. So it is bee season. So this research is suggesting that some nectar in flowers uh, turns into alcohol Ooh. when it gets too hot in Australia. Okay. And they've worked out that bees get drunk when they drink this alcohol. Right. And they stumble around. Not only that, this is fabulous. This is nature at its very best. So what happens is uh, the bees get drunk from this nectar, right. try and get back to the hive, yeah. and there are bouncer bees on the door of the hive <laughs> that stop them coming in until they have sobered up. But they got a little bow tie on. <laughs> they got a little thing in their ear. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the front door. Craig, Craig, come here. Walk on that line. Listen, Davey, we've known each other since school. <laughs> Listen here, you. I just went out. For seven minutes. Bow ties, ear pieces in, and then little ID things on their arm. Even more radio breakfast with Tom, Lou, and Jack. Right, over in Brazil, they have uh, got a new sculpture on a hill. It's a little bit like, you know, we've got the Long Man of Wilmington here in Sussex, Mm -hmm. which is ancient. This isn't ancient, this is brand new, but um, it's similar kind of proportions. Um, it's a little naughtier, and some local residents are a little bit worried it's ruined the landscape. It's a giant Willy made Wo- of... Willy Wonka? No, no. Not not far off, though. Kind of the lady version. Oh! oh. Uh, yeah. Made of concrete and painted bright red. Um, it is... Do you don't, I don't think you need to say it, do you? Yeah, well, no. You know, you know what it is. Yeah. If it, it, is it, does it rhyme with the branded kitchen mold, Regina? <laughs> it, it does, yes, it does. Yeah, that's it's 108 a, foot long. A, really? It's what? <laughs> 108 foot long. I'd be, oh no. Reinforced be, concrete. No, Tom, you'd be what, mate? Intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> Even more radio breakfast with Tom, Lou, and Jack. Got a little bit here that's quite extraordinary. That's why I saved it to peak time because I'm going to take you on a journey right now. I'm going to take you to the Indian jungle. Uh, this is uh, the Western Ghats. Uh, it's a mountain range in India, surrounded by jungle. And I want to introduce you to the male Kotagihara frog. Okay. Sure. Okay. Now, the reason I want to introduce you to the uh, Kotagihara uh, frog is because the male uh, frog is having terrible trouble attracting females at the moment. Now, usually frogs attach, uh, attract females by croaking. That's why they do it, to let people, look, I'm over here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But at the moment, that's not working, and it hasn't been working for some time because so much snow is coming off the mountains that the river is getting louder and the streams that they live in are getting louder as they flow past. Oh. So the females can't hear the male Kotagahara frog doing his uh, croaky bit. Noise pollution, if you exactly. will. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're just not getting any. So I thought, what, what are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? And I can only assume that the male frogs all got together and said, I know what to do, we've got to start dancing. Yeah. All right? They like dancing, let's try that. And it's worked. And now they're all getting lucky because the lady frogs of the Katagahara are so impressed with the male frogs dancing that they started to mate with them. Isn't nature amazing? It is amazing. Not nearly as amazing as what I'm about to tell you. Right. I've watched the video today of these frogs dancing and they dance exactly, and I mean exactly, like one of the most famous dances in the world. Right? Macarena. No. (laughs) Luke, bear with me. 
So if you can, and you should be able to, because you're at home, no one's going out, I want you to shut your eyes, okay. right? And okay. I want you two to do this as well. <laughs> okay. And mm-hmm. I want you to picture the Indian jungle, and you're looking at a rock, yeah. and lined up on the rock are four quite small male Kotikahara frogs. What colour are they? They're like a sort of goldy colour. Right, cool. Right? Mm-hmm. So they're in there, yeah? Mm-hmm. Imagine all the background noise. And then they see some women and they start dancing. And when they start dancing, they start dancing exactly like this. Okay, I got it. I can see it. You know the, when the arms mind. going up and down? Yeah, here we go, here we go. <laughs> The froggies on the dance floor. That's amazing. And the women are going mad. Even more radio breakfast with Tom, Lou, and Jack. It's Wednesday, the 6th of January, which means all your decks have got to come down. Oh, 12th, yeah. 12th day of Christmas, whatever it is. Uh, your Christmas tree needs to depart the house and pronto. Ours, ours went out. Ours is still out the back. Oh, yeah. I mean, ours was out in the garden for about six months last year. Oh, we, Looking hey. remarkably fresh, actually. Ours was no, cut, this, last year, the summer had arrived and our tree was still down yeah. our side alleyway. I know. I mean, the thing is, if you do that, I mean, you can take it to the tip or whatever, but you miss all that. They do actually have collection points, exactly. don't they? Like, yeah. Tree graveyard it's type annoying. things. It's, no, it's not annoying. This upsets me, it's, this does. It's, it's just... No, 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 because people like you, right, you give out all the Christmas spirit and the tree and, that, and then you, you don't treat the tree with any respect. What? When it, you know what I mean? You just leave it out there. It's not fair. And I, you know, This is something that's bothered me for a long time, right, the way that people treat Christmas trees post-Christmas. They just abandon them, and I don't think it's right. In fact, I've made an advert that we're going to be playing here at Moore. I'm at, like, I spoke what? to Alan, the boss, and Pete, and they said, yeah, go ahead, Jack, do it, cause it's wrong. So I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, Christmas trees deserve more respect, and this will prove it to you. This summer, before the first strawberries are eaten at Wimbledon, before the first ball is kicked in anger at the European Championships, many Christmas trees will be suffering. Due to the laziness of owners across Sussex, many of our festive bauble holders are still waiting to make that well-deserved trip to Bark Heaven. In Rustington, this once majestic five-foot Nordic fir was discovered alone in an alley between a recycling bin and an unused bike. In Newick, this once decadent Douglas fir was discovered unable to move, covered in rotten tinsel, in a skip at the back of the range. By donating just two pounds a week, we can give these once festive ball tinglers the chipping they deserve. Please, text the word TINSEL to 82222 and together we can make a difference this summer to these once beautiful green bauble holding pain in the backside trees. (laughs) Thank you. Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. Uh, Craig and Something says, Jack, I too bought a second-hand refurbished laptop only two weeks ago. Yes! Ooh. Well done, Craig. He said, sod's law, <clears throat> it's got a virus. Oh, dear, you're having a, you're having a giraffe. Of all the things to get as well yeah. in this day and age. Oh, me and Craig are laptop brothers. Yeah. <clears throat> I bought my first ever laptop the other day. I'm well excited. 
I just don't like computers. And people like, someone's texting here, there's no name. It's a grow up, Jack. You're so immature. Yes, I am, mate. And do you know what? I couldn't care less. <laughs> what De- kind of laptop is it? Hewlett Packard, or as it's known on the streets, HP. Uh, Debbie here on the text wants to know what operating system you've got. Sorry? She wants to know what operating system you've got. Sally Ann. Yeah, that's a one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that the latest version? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the latest version. Okay. Just keep it regularly updated, okay? <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. Um, I've got a bit of nice news. Uh, which is good because there's quite a lot of doom and gloom about, isn't there? And January is usually a tough month. But you listen, usually Monday the 4th of January is known as Divorce Day oh, because God. apparently marital problems often worsen over Christmas. Yeah, of course. But yeah. this is what's lovely is that they've done this thing here, this little uh, sort of poll, if you will, and a bunch of divorce lawyers have said, look, you know what I mean? We haven't had the amount of emails coming in over Christmas that we usually get. That's because they had it's lockdown lovely, and they yeah. got divorced earlier in the year. They go on to say, it seems that everybody's split up during lockdown. <laughs> so we can, you know what I mean? At the minute, Quiet. we haven't got a lot of business going on. So you say it's, it's a nice uh, bit, but... Yeah, well, it is. I mean, you know, I mean, look, Lou, we've got to find the positives from somewhere, yeah, haven't we? definitely. You know? <laughs> yeah, your true colours came out in lockdown with your other half. It was, you know, you either realise that you love each other terribly or you're not in the right relationship. And how is your Maxine's divorce going? Well, we did very well um, because we uh, implemented these uh, weekly date nights during lockdown. Oh, God. So we made sure that we had dates during the week. The kids went to bed and we did yeah. dates. Look, did I, you dress up? I went out the back door and yeah. came around the front and oh, rang the doorbell. Oh, come and pick her up. Yeah, came and picked her up. And she down invite, the path and back up again. She invited me in. We had spag ball and one thing led to another. It was lovely. It was <laughs> yeah. lovely. She's yeah. always been the sort of woman that puts out on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> that was... <laughs> We shall never say anything. <laughs> Even more radio breakfast with Tom, Lou, and Jack. The best bits. Something very exciting going on at Drew Sillers today. I say exciting. It's probably not if you've got to do it because it's quite quite a laborious task. It is their annual stock take. They've got to count all the animals, and make sure they've got the right number. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Wait, they do that once a year? Yeah, every every year, every January. They do it in like big London Zoo and all that sort of... Every zoo has to do it as part of their like zoo yeah. club we membership. Used to have, I used to have to do stock takes when I had my pubs. So we used to do them every quarter, but I can't, I can't imagine a zoo doing it. And what do you do if there's an animal missing? Well, that's it. Yeah. Let, well, let me... Here's a question. At what level of animal that goes missing do you call a search for... Serval cat. Yeah. I think if, if a meerkat goes, you think... That's only one. No, oh, <laughs> yeah. you've got to have the right... Stick insect, no, it doesn't matter. Dormice, maybe, doesn't matter. They don't have dormice at well, Drusilla's, do they? I don't know, they might do. Imagine, How about if there's a goat missing? Yeah, they're in the meeting. I've got pictures of them <laughs> around the meeting. Right, how are we doing? Farmyard animals, how are you? We're not too bad. We've lost one guinea pig, two rabbits and three gerbils. Okay, okay. not too bad at all. Bat enclosure, how are you? We've got them all, mate. 100% of bats. Brilliant. And then a bloke comes running in. We've lost a gibbon! We've lost a gibbon! <laughs> what happens if they've got an extra one? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's even worse. Well, I think we all know. They've been in lockdown there was nothing else to do. <laughs> Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. I forgot that our bins are going today. Oh, yes, it's oh, all moved, isn't it? It's, a, it's all moved. So I was out before coming to work. It's stupid o'clock this morning. <laughs> searching the house 
forever because the, the green bin and our recycling goes today. Oh, so, both of them? Yeah, both go today. So out the front of our house, it looks like an Amazon factory. There is so much recycling. Well, you listen, you got, I want to say good morning to my bin boys. Uh, I, I, when I see them, I always go and have a chat with the boys that do our bins. Morning, I don't know their names, but they're lovely three blokes. Morning to you. Uh, you've got to be careful because if your lid is open just an inch, and I think it's two inches... If you haven't flattened all down enough, I won't take it, mate. No. They won't take it. I've never and I'll tell that. you something. Oh, Tom, don't, you're in trouble. Don't be one of these people. Don't be one of these people that put the bin out and then put some rubbish next to it. You know what <laughs> I mean? No chance, mate. Why? You will get lynched it, because the bin is there for a reason. I've got too much, though, Lou. It looks yeah. like someone's hey. fly tipped at the front. Well, you're going to have to go to the tip. Yeah, oh, he doesn't do that, Lou. No, no, no. He's worried about dropping stuff on his gold shoes. No, <laughs> yeah. You've got to get... You've You've got to man up and get down there, mate. What worries me is that you were out there at like 4.30 this morning, yeah. very quietly wheeling your wheelie bin around so as to not wake ah. the neighbours. Or did you lift it? I lifted it because I did had the you? strength in me, but I was absolutely exhausted when you I got in the lift car. no bin. I you know, I mean, No, you didn't. Not it was that full. Max, I leant out the bedroom window and said, babe, you're going to have to lift it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Listen, if you are the, the bin men around the Chaley area and you see this... Uh, sort of collection of rubbish outside the house, leave it. Let's no, teach him a no let's on. teach him a lesson. <laughs> because people have always done things for Tom and now he's got to do it himself. I've just got a lot I've just got a lot of stuff. I'm sure everyone has. Everyone can relate to that. It's just piling Post up. Christmas, yeah. yeah all the wrapping. It's when, a my, when my bin gets emptied, when it's been really full and then it gets emptied, I always think to myself, oh they he looks so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. A mum has uh, woken up to discover that she's ordered a cardboard cutout of Boris Johnson. Oh, God, what do you want that for? Having a couple too many wines. It's just another case of why you should be doing dry January. Yeah, it's arrived on her doorstep and she's gone, oh, what do I do with this? (laughs) Strange, you know what I mean? I don't think... I don't even, I daren't look at Amazon when I've had a couple either, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do any kind of online shopping, because you end up with stuff you just don't need. But who's manufacturing multiple Boris Johnson cutouts? <laughs> who's thinking, where did you find it? We're going to make money here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we've got 1,800 Johnsons coming in tomorrow, all right? <laughs> the day after that, check this out, I've got a two for one, so we've got 1,600 Hancocks, and then, and I'm absolutely delighted we got this over the line, we've got a dozen goves. <laughs> a dozen goves. <laughs> Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. I think uh, one of the best things to do as a family, uh, when everything goes back to normal, uh, of course, is be able to go to a safari park. I mean, have you ever done this, Lou? I mean, you haven't got kids, but have you ever been to a safari park like Longleat, where you drive through and the animals are right there? No, I haven't, actually. Oh, Not great. even as a child. Oh, it's amazing, Oh, yeah, it? you should do it. It's proper good fun. Uh, you get to drive through and the lines are there, and you're like, oh, my God, what would happen if I undid my window? It's weird. And you want to undo <laughs> your window it's for weird. some reason. Yeah. It's weird. And one of the highlights when you do this uh, is when you drive through the little monkey uh, enclosure because the monkeys love your car they're interested in your car so they'll jump on it and loads of people listening now would have gone through this they'll try and take your number plate off or peel off some of your trim take the blades off your windscreen wipers they're, they're right sort of troublesome bunch um, and it's great fun but the reason I bring it up is because I'm looking at a picture here of uh, Alex and his wife Chloe who went to Longleat Safari Park not long ago uh, sort of when you could and now they're driving through the monkey bit and the monkeys are on the car doing what they do. Like, oh, look at the monkeys. Look at that. It's brilliant, isn't it? And they're like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Because on the bonnet of their car, right in front of the windscreen, where there's nowhere else they could look... <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what's coming. Yeah, we know what's coming. The monkeys decided it was baby time. Oh, no. On the bonnet. On the bonnet. Like, and what's funny is I'm looking at the picture and the male monkey, who's behind the female monkey, is looking directly in the windscreen <laughs> as if to say to the bloke, this is how we do it at long oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is staring right at him as if to say, hey, hey. Hey? With a really serious expression. <laughs> With a really serious expression. Uh, it's oh, just such dear. a funny fact. And listen, it made me think, animals are great, man. <laughs> and, and we all love animals. I mean, we've we got a zoo at my house. got rabbits and guinea pigs and cats and dogs and everything. But I want to know, who has had the greatest animal encounter? Sort of an animal encounter where something is just ridiculous or completely out there has happened. Now, it can be at a safari park. It could be when you was abroad, you know what I mean? Because it often happens when you're abroad, driving around, you see something like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Or it could be something that your pet has done. The most outrageous animal encounter is what we want to talk about for the next few minutes. Because if you can get anywhere near <laughs> monkeys making babies on the bonnet of your eight-year-old Mondeo, then you've got a good <laughs> chance of getting on the show. While staring you out. <laughs> oh, it was definitely... That's the funny bit. Yeah. This is how we do it at Longley. Uh, Tanya's been in touch on our Facebook page at More Sussex saying uh, she was sunbathing in the Maldives with her partner and he saw a little lizard coming sort of towards her. So he got up to take a picture of it, but it spooked it and it ran across her and down her bikini top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a lizard with taste. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Right, Jess and Bexhill. Jess, what happened to you when you took the family to the zoo then? So we come across the gorilla enclosure and there was one big silverback gorilla laying on his back, putting fingers in holes that it shouldn't have been in, and licking it. Oh! Oh, no. oh, do you know, Sally Adam, I saw that at Monkey World when it, one of the chimps started eating it. Oh. Were, were, yeah. you with, were you with you, the kids? Are you on your own? What was... Yeah, a five-year-old, a six-year-old, and a three-year-old, and they found it highly hilarious. Of course they did. To <laughs> oh, and have stuff like that. I've really kind of gips me out, man, that. But it's natural. I mean, we... It's not natural. Do you do it? Wait, let me explain. <laughs> Jess, you'll back me up here, I'm sure, because we originated from <laughs> monkeys, didn't we? And apes, who were the human race Doesn't has evolved from it. Doesn't mean you should do it. that, Tom. Well, I'm just saying. If... <laughs> yeah, Jess, feel free to tell him to shut up. Yeah, you don't have to back him up. <laughs> <laughs> Even more Radio Breakfast with Tom, Lou and Jack. Uh, sum up your mood on the show this morning. Sum up the last year that you've had by suggesting songs that we could add to Now That's What I Call Lockdown 3. Yeah, this is our <laughs> album we're putting together this morning with your help. Tony's been in touch. She says uh, things can only get better. Oh, yes, standard. That's good. Uh, the no name on this one. I want to break free. I want to break free. It's a good one, yeah. Uh, what have I done to deserve this? Craig's been on the text as well. 822-22 started his message with the word more. Tom Petty, don't come around here no more. <laughs> yeah, it's good, it's good. Uh, we've had a Vera Lynn as well. We'll meet again. Yeah, that's definitely got to be on there. Yeah. Jen, Jen's in Eastbourne. Morning, Jen. What's your suggestion for the album? Morning. Let's talk about sex for those poor people that aren't living with their partners. <laughs> yeah, but if you, but Jen, you racy little minx. Jen, if you talk about it, it just makes it worse, doesn't it? Well, at least they're halfway there. They give a bit of help, can't they? <laughs> are you um, are you speaking from uh, personal experience here, Jen, or are you okay, sort of with the? No, no, the... I'm more than sorted. No, oh, you're <laughs> more than sorted. Good to know. I'll tell you what. At least someone's having a good start to the new year. Yeah. I'm surprised you've had Absolutely. time. To... I'm... Done. Jen, I'm surprised you've had time to pick up the phone. You <laughs> racy little thing. 
So that's it for this episode of the More Radio Breakfast Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please do rate, review, share the podcast if you can. It all helps to spread the word. Don't forget to join us every weekday morning from 6am. We'll see you next time. Tom, Lou and Jack. The best bits. Even more Radio Breakfast. More.